you are listening to Ideas and Leaders podcast. I'm Elena Paventa, Executive Communication Coach and TEDx Organizer. With each episode, I'll share with you communication tips and ideas from top business leaders to help you excel in your career. Welcome to the next episode of Ideas and Leaders. Today, I'm speaking with Nicholas Rion. He is a professional relationship coach who supports individuals to build strong, healthy, and sustainable relationships. And I'm really excited to speak about emotional intelligence, to speak about communication, interpersonal communication, because this is the topic that I love. Hi, Nick. It's great to have you on Ideas and Leaders. Hi. Thank you for having me. So tell us... Your story, why did you decide to become a relationship coach in the first place? There's mainly two reasons. The first one is um, all about how to build relationships. So I've been kind of working on everything around emotional intelligence for about 15 years. And where it comes from really is because I, I'm from a family of farmers and wine producers back in France. So you can imagine that kind of idyllic childhood um, but what stands out from that is the the people in this kind of environment are not the most uh, adept at communicating and I struggled a lot uh, during my childhood and what I realized is that I took a lot of habits from that and the way I learned how to communicate I arrived in the professional world I just realized that 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 wasn't that didn't fit with me that didn't work and so that's when i started really into understanding everything around emotional intelligence how to be more self-aware to self-manage you know how to understand other people's emotions everything around social skills etc etc so you know that's a entire journey really but it led me to here now uh, the second reason is is um, I love coaching. Um, this is for me the the most sustainable way of learning and changing. So I just love how, helping people uh, progress and change and and get better at you know whatever objectives they they set for themselves. Wow, great! And so you you're in this for quite a long time, and I'm sure that you helped a lot of people already. I know that you help people, individuals with, with all things relationships. So looking at your career, what are the things that people most often come to you with that they, they most often have problems with in terms of relationships? Yeah, there, there's two parts of this because obviously communication and emotional intelligence kind of touches everything in our lives. But there's two main topics that I focus on, which are relationships. And so personal and professional relationships. So that means, you know, if you feel, for example, you struggle to build the relationship professionally that can advance your career personally when it is with children or, or partner, for example, and uh, not specifically romantic relationship, but it can, but it can be any like friendship. And if you struggle, for example, to build a, a tribe, you know, like a group of people with who you know that you can trust and you can, you can rely on for, you know, like a super system if you so so basically um, any kind of relationship in that in that uh, context and also leadership because obviously you know professional relationships in leadership are, are very important I, I push that a bit 
further because obviously there is a team performance and um, everything that depends on that, right? I treat in that topic as well. Yeah. So what are the biggest problems usually in this realm of relationships? So usually uh, what I focus on mostly, there are three kind of parts. First part is really the, the foundation of it, which is the emotional intelligence part, which is self-awareness, self-management, etc. The The second part is your approach to relationships. So what's your mindset when you approach a relationship? And specific things like uh, assertiveness, vulnerability, curiosity, all those things that are part of you know your mindset when you approach your relationships. And the third thing is like practical uh, things about relationships, like for example, difficult conversations, you know, that's, that's a very big part in relationships, how to handle those are challenging a, a relationship because often we, you know, we develop relationships in a very organic way and we start a relationship and then it just falls apart. You know, sometimes it just falls apart, but there's also a way that we can build those relationships intentionally with putting the right ingredients and then maintaining it. Uh, and challenging it to kind of keep it going as well. You know, that's being intention, uh, intentional in relationships is uh, very, very important. And learning to do this um, is an integral, integral part of building successful relationships. Wow, so many interesting questions that I would love to ask, you know, in all of those areas. But I think that maybe let's focus on the mindset first. So you mm-hmm. mentioned that mindset is a big part of building successful relationships. And if Let's say in a business setting, we want to build better relationships with our colleagues, with our clients, with with any people that are around us. So what kind of mindset should we have in order to to build better relationships? Yeah, so let's go back a little bit just to give you some context. If you want to build a relationship that is, uh, that stands you know, the, the, um, the challenges of time. Um, so let me just go back a little bit for, for context. So if you want to um, build a successful relationship, what you need to aim for, um, what you need to build is uh, two things. It's very simple. It's support and trust, right? For any successful relationship. It's like, um, I use an analogy to, to explain this. I don't know if you do any rock climbing. I try to. You I try can. to. Yes. So, <laughs> I, so I when do you do rock regularly. climbing, it's, uh, you have, you have, you use a rope between two climbers, one belays and one climbs, right? Yeah. And that rope is the relationship between the two people. It needs to be maintained. It needs to be solid. It needs to be flexible. Otherwise, you're going to hurt when, when you fall. And, you know, solid, obviously, so it doesn't break. And not too long, not too short, because otherwise, if you fall, you may touch the ground, etc., etc. So it's a little bit like that. You need to maintain that. And that strength and that flexibility is that support and trust, right? So how do you build support? support and trust, right? You you have a few ingredients for that. I talked about vulnerability earlier. Vulnerability is a way to build trust because you showing someone that figuratively speaking, you can say, I'm making myself naked 
and I'm making sure that if you if you make use of that, then I can't trust you, right? But if you don't, then I know I can trust you, kind of thing, right? So vulnerability is about that. It's about um, showing people that you trust them that much that you can show you're vulnerable, right? And that way they're gonna trust you back. Transparency is also a way to to build trust, obviously, because you're just showing your cards. Curiosity is a way to build support because obviously it's not about you, it's about understanding what the other person says or, or, or needs, right? So I'm here for you. I'm curious about what you need. What else? Assertiveness, obviously, you know, if I say yes to everything and if I, you know, go over and beyond and kind of let my values being stepped on, then the other person is not going to trust me. All right. That's yeah. assertiveness. It's making sure that, you know, your values are respected and you stand for what you believe in. Yeah. So a few things like this, having a learning mindset, you know, you, you will fail and, you know, admitting your, your mistakes and taking it as a way to improve is part of it as well. Yeah. You know what? I think that it, it, it is hard in our corporate culture. It is hard to to be all that, to be vulnerable, to be transparent, because our corporate culture requires us to be tough, to be professional, to be perfect in everything, because we are constantly being, you know, judged, evaluated, and mm-hmm. we are looking forward to this feedback and we, we need to be perfect and everything. So, you know, admitting mistakes and being vulnerable, yeah. and it is somehow not in line with, with this general corporate culture. So what do you think about this? So first of all, you know, I worked a lot in culture matters in the past. And uh, one thing that that is very important is we make the culture, first of all. Right. And there's a quote from um, Paolo Coelho, you might know the, the author that I like to use, that is, you change the world through your actions, not your opinions. If you want to change the culture, it starts with you, with the caveat that obviously it's harder to change a culture from the bottom. Right. We, we all know that. Now, I never said that we need to all be 100% vulnerable, 100% curious, curious and 100% transparent, etc., etc. It's all about a scale right? You imagine you're zero to hundred, then try to make it as much as possible, but you're never going to get to hundred. The point is, if you want to have as much support and trust in a relationship, you that's, that's the needle that you need to move. That makes sense? Yeah, absolutely. So we need to at least do, do some steps. And to be honest, what I observe is that even sometimes in one organization, uh, we have different cultures in different departments, mm-hmm. depending on the attitude of the leader, depending on all of those qualities. So definitely, I agree with you that you can start building this culture bottom up. But of course, it needs to meet the top-down initiative somewhere as yeah. well. Yeah. And and as you said, like there are different cultures in different groups. Uh, a culture is simply how you feel inside a specific group. So it can be that in your team culture is amazing, but the company culture or the department culture is is not as good. 
Right. The, the people that have, I would say even, I was going to say that have the most impact on culture, but I want to say that has the responsibility of the culture are the leaders. So if you want to impact that culture, be a leader. And as, as Cynic says, be the leader that you wish you had, right? It's, it's as, as simple as that. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with you here. And um, you mentioned that we need to build relationships intentionally. So what do you recommend to start doing or stop doing in the business setting in order to build those intentional relationships? Yeah, I think awareness is, is key to that, especially in a business setting. Because um, obviously you need to recognize what you need from those relationships. That's the start of everything. What do you need for, from those relationships? And, you know, we might not need to do that in our personal settings. It depends. Some people do. Some people prefer to have just organic relationships. But in, in a professional uh, context, I think it's definitely um, useful. Why? Because it's, it's part of growing in your career right it's it's one of the ingredients that you need to have to to build your career so yeah being intention, intentional in terms of building relationship professionally is is always great and how do you do that first of all be aware of what you need in your career and in your job like you know in your job for the short term and medium term and then long term, what do you need to, to do in terms of, what do you need to have in terms of relationships? You know, if you, let's let's have an example here just to help. Um, if you want to be a leader, uh, if you want to have, you know, a position, a higher position, for example, um, you may need to develop relationships with people that are in higher positions so that they can support you in your growth, right? Um, so you need that support and you need that feedback from them, right? So that's being intentional, right? I know I need this, right? Um, and it's the same thing from your colleagues because, uh, you don't usually don't work alone. So, um, what do you need for what colleagues? And sometimes you can go beyond the intention of, you know, I need them for um, this part of my job and that part of my job it can can go organic in a way that you you become friends with them which is absolutely fine obviously but having a bit of intention is is important i think yeah definitely so we need to understand which relationships are important for our future career and what is the next step so how can we build those relationships so that uh, it is not seen as, I don't know, manipulation or yeah. so what, what, what can we do for it to be, to actually be authentic? Yeah. And it's, it's actually a great question you're asking, because when I, when you said that, I, I just when in my head, I went, well, you know, people might get, to, might feel manipulated if you, if we say like, I need this relationship for that, but we don't have to be, we have to be authentic about it, as you said. And that means also being direct about it, right? And being honest, right? It's, it's a professional world. We, we work together towards a, a goal. So, um, you know, if I don't want to become friends with a colleague, it's okay too, I think. 
and being honest about it without being mean it's not a problem it's just the way to communicate that that is and that's maybe a bit challenging that's to kind of clarify this and i think directness and like setting setting expectations you know oh for example if you start a project with someone you can set expectations on how you want to work with that person who you are how you work and how you want to work with them and you know setting those expectations is basically setting up the relationship yeah I, i think that it is very important what you say and we can see the same thing in personal relationships as well because we need to set expectations in the beginning when for example we we start i don't know romantic relationship with someone if we don't set our intention in the beginning what exactly we are looking for i'm looking for i know a husband or, or mm-hmm. just someone to spend time with and to go to the cinema with uh, then maybe after that someone will be hurt and someone will be will be disappointed and the same i think in the business setting right we need to be open and honest and say okay um, i want you to to do this and that and uh, if you can support me with this and that also what value can we give them in return so mm. i think that then this will be a fruitful relationship right absolutely yeah i think it, it works two ways so oh this is what i want from you i would rather say this is what i need how can you provide that or can you and how and then how can i help you in my uh, in my way too for for the romantic relationship setting expectations absolutely with the caveat that the difference with professional relationship is that there is the the romance attached to it and if you if you have too many expectations you might you know prevent the romance to to start that's what we all know obviously um so you know there's there's that part on top of of, of it Yeah yeah so i think that when emotions get engaged uh, then uh, relationships sometimes get can get complicated and you know what i thought about um the one of my favorite books by Keith Ferrassi never eat alone and mm-hmm. he said that when you're building relationships with someone when you start networking with someone then always start with what how you can help So yes. it is a very good I think it is a very good strategy that you're approaching someone and hey I could support you with this this and this and by the way if you could support me with this it would be great. Yeah. So there's one uh, quote I don't know who it's from but um it kind of changed my view on on business. It's when you start a relationship always or in any relationship actually always aim to give more than what you take. And I find that like especially in business it's quite important but i think in relationships in general it's uh it's great too yes absolutely so uh, definitely we need to be more intentional so we need to understand what are our goals which is the direction that we want to go to and who can help us and how we can help them mm-hmm. in return yeah. right and the the key to that really is to just what to start with is to understand yourself what you aiming for here what are your values what are your needs what do you need from 
a specific project slash uh, position or um, you know anything having that awareness makes it a lot easier to communicate those expectations and to communicate them in a way that people can understand and help you and support you because if if you say i i want you to uh, deliver this without explaining and without understanding why you need this the, the person is never going to be as committed uh, than if you say i need this because that if you if you make yourself vulnerable people will want to help you yeah so now as we are in this communication with the team i uh, this is the question that i wanted to ask you also so for team leaders because many people who are listening to us they are entrepreneurs or team leaders and how how can we uh, engage our team how can we communicate with them and uh, in order to not be too, I know, bossy. Yeah. So I think purpose is very important, right? And the difference between a a leader and a boss is with a boss, usually people will have no idea of why they need to do what they have to do. They will do it because they have to, because of, you know, like hierarchical position or, or, you know, just not willing to lose our job something like that and the difference like a leader is going to be more like um, empowerment and ins inspiration right a leader wants to inspire people to do things by giving them uh, a purpose and then guidance right um, so purpose guidance i would even uh, i would even add constraints because you know they can be important and it's just by communicating those like a purpose that's that's what we're trying to do and guidance that's usually how we do it but like you know do you need to kind of decide how much guidance you want to give and those are the constraints no you deal with it and i'm here to support you that's that's the way leaders communicate yeah it is very important to thinking about the leaders that I worked with. For me, it was very important to understand why I'm doing certain thing and also the feeling of trust in me, <laughs> the feeling of that I am an expert in what I do and they trust me fully and completely. I think that this element that you mentioned it, that is very important. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's even more important with the new generations. I wanted to say that even more than it is for the older generations. And there's one thing that I'll add to what you said is they will screw up and you also need to show that you trust them to fix it. That's something that usually we, you know, we tend to forget, you know, they, we, we trust them, we empower them. And then all of a sudden they screw up and then we have to kind of jump and, and fix it. Don't trust them to fix it because the, the learning everything the education is going to be kind of times 10. You know what? I now think about one conversation that I had. I was working in a team and uh, I made a mistake. So I remember that I had this leader who was very like trusting and uh, he he would always say that, yes, you're such an expert that I love working with you. You're doing so great. And I made a mistake and he did not say that. He did not say that you screwed up. You made a mistake. He said, okay, are you sure that it is supposed to be like this? I said, yes, I am sure. And it it was, I was wrong. <laughs> and mm -hmm. he said, okay, let's check it. And then he moved to, to a different topic. And then later on, I realized that 
I made mm-hmm. a mistake myself. But I remember this moment that I really appreciate this because he did not like uh, break me or make make me feel bad about it. I I felt bad about myself later mm-hmm. on when I realized myself that that uh, I screwed up. But I think that yeah, this quality is so important to give people wings, you know. Yeah, failing is is such a big part of learning. And you know, when you don't trust a person to fix a mistake, you take away from them the opportunity to learn, basically. And all they will get is a feeling that they failed, but not the uh, the benefit of learning. And that's that's not what you want. If you if you want your people to feel empowered and and to grow and obviously in any organization that should be the goal right uh, helping your people grow so that they 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 push your business uh, further if you want that that's part of the of a process yeah so Nick uh, what are the key takeaways that you would like to leave our listeners with after our conversation today yeah sure so um i mean key key takeaways relationships are you know part of our lives um personal professional and especially when you want to be a leader and we are all leaders in in some way um but in in organizations is, is is even more important how you approach it has a lot of impact and it starts with your awareness and the intention right and after that it's all about like moving the different needles that we talked about and kind of increasing as much that support and trust uh, to to you know make those relationships um, help you in in your career and personal life so how our listeners can find you if they want to reach out to if they want to get more of you uh, maybe you have something to offer uh, yeah, where, sure. where can we find you so so they can go to my website uh, nicholasrian.com they will find there uh, everything that i do what i offer i specialize in coaching um coaching individuals uh, leaders or not i focus on that um, relationship part and emotional intelligence. I also offer uh, workshops and what I like to specialize in is um, um, everything around conflicts and conflict resolution and difficult conversations and, and all that. And I also have a, um, a document that they can download for free that is uh, 10 Habits of Successful Relationships. Uh, which will kind of um, highlight everything that we've talked about uh, plus a little bit more. So um, yeah, and you can contact me there as well. Perfect. We will put those links under the episode so that our listeners can immediately go there and download uh, your file, 10 Habits of Successful Relationships. And uh, I would like to thank you very much for this interview. It was a pleasure talking to you, such, such an important topic. And I think that for everyone listening they found something for themselves to work on for the future so thank you very much nick thank you and thanks for having me it was a really good conversation thank you for listening to ideas and leaders podcast did you enjoy this episode let me know that you listened by tagging me in your linkedin profile and using a hashtag ideas and leaders see you in the next episode